That's Mr. Freeze to you. What's happening, everybody? Well, take two on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I would drink if I had any more beers. There, oh yeah, drink. Drank them all last night, didn't you? No, no, no. I'm lying. There's still some more in the fridge. It's okay. Good. Okay. Good. Now I'm making the joke because I forgot to hit the live uh, live button when I um, hit the uh, the title and all that stuff. So it was a nice little funny moment. Right in the middle of it, I went, "Oh shit!" So then we. Yeah, that was take two, guys. Anyways, what is happening, uh, everybody? Welcome to Batman the Animated Stream. I am Dave the Film Junkie, of course, and with me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Scott McClellan. How's it going, sir? Oh, oh, crap. (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to say anything. Where's my drop? Where's my drop? You know, (laughs) there it is right there. How's it going, man? It is going great, man. It was I'm I'm still kind of recovering from last night. Like that was like that was a vodka stream to like to for the age for the books yeah. that was yeah, for the books. definitely was i mean not only did we have an awesome conversation with uh with drea with dr drea but uh then yeah the conversation went over five hours i mean a lot had to be talked about but we were just a lot of just just you know like i said like, what i love about the vodka stream is just we're all just chilling having some drinks and talking about movies talking about the stuff we love and that's exactly what if if that was definitely what happened last night because we, and what's great too if uh you guys will will see is um what i'm going to try to do is kind of keep a a time stamp on topics that we talk about and i put those in there thank you steven for actually keeping track of that and uh you look at the topics you're like wow it goes from like back to the future to dune to oh ta- the tangents last <laughs> night the it's tangent game was strong last night very strong last night very strong it was uh it was pretty damn awesome so uh how's it going mom hi, hi mama of course we got jason here we got mr hummingbird um we got of course uh mr venom right here behold casual batman yes yeah, Matteo, what's up, darling? Yes, Batman, Robin, Mister. Fr- oh, okay. Mm, no, no, okay, kick him out. Who, who, who's who's the moderator? Kick, exactly. kick him out. Mom, kick him out. Kick him out. Just kidding. Just kidding. I mean, everybody has their opinion, even if they're wrong. <laughs> Amari Daniels, what's up? Hey, Amari. Yeah, we got Mister uh, Jason McKenzie. Yeah, it was definitely freaking awesome. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for uh, showing up. Like I said, this is uh, this is the golden goose right here. If, if if Batman the animated series ever had to be defined by one episode, this is this is this is the episode. I yeah, mean, it's just it won a daytime Emmy. I mean, this is the one that won the Emmy, and it won uh, Emmy for writing. Correct. I think it was, was it for writing? I think it was, right? right. Because, yeah. And this is the first time that this is when Bruce Tim and Paul Dini were, I mean, Bruce Tim wrote it, right? Who wrote no, it? No, Dini Paul. wrote it. Yeah, there you but go. But to your point, this is the very first episode that Bruce Tim himself directed. There it because is. Because he was a, I, there's a story behind that. Because he, he with Eric Radomski were, of course, were kind of the creators and producers of the show. Well, at the point here, this being episode 14 in production order, uh, they were behind schedule. Yeah. They had four director and storyboard teams working concurrently on like four different episodes. And so basically the powers that be said, Eric, Bruce, you're on deck. You're directing because we got to we got to churn these things out. So that's how Bruce Tim ended up directing this episode. And he even says the, the episode actually kind of directed itself because they were so <laughs> pressed for time. The wow. storyboards would come in and Bruce Timmer would just be like, that looks good. That looks good. That looks good. Like he wasn't putting a lot of his own little flourishes on it because he just didn't have time to do it. See, and that's insane because it just ended up being like one of the best episodes of the whole series. And uh, my God, that is just, I mean, just, just to hear that, just to be pressed for time. And the, I mean, the fact that, you know, looking back on that, they must be like, wow. I mean, that was like probably, you know, at the moment, they probably thought it was going to be a shit show. And it ended up being like, like I said, a series defining episode. I mean, that's awesome. You got to love oh, it. And I've got and, and I'm looking forward to tonight because, oh, my notes. I have wow. I have I have stories. I have, have stories. stories. For, oh, good. I have stories for tonight. Yeah, this isn't just going to be a walk around and we comment on the episode like I got like. I, I I got to listen to uh, some stuff with Paul Dini, Bruce Tim, and Eric Adamski. Mm-hmm. So I have like 
all the behind the scenes about this episode. There we go. That's what I'm looking forward to right here. So, um, I mean, opening up this episode, uh, one difference that you'll see in this episode is the title card is moving. There's actually snow falling. Yeah. That only happened like in this original set of episodes. I think that only happens like twice in the entire series. It happens with Heart of Ice and it happens with the Laughing Fish. Mm. I don't remember what that title card looks like, but I guess when we get to it, yeah. Um, no, but yeah, that's the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh yeah, look at that. It's moving, but it actually works with the episode because it just kind of like you see the title and then it pans down and you, you get this opening monologue from Freeze and <sighs> it's just so good. Who uh, who voices him again? Michael and Sara. Mm-hmm. And uh, he... He was known because he played a Klingon in the original Star Trek series. Okay. He was also in an episode of I Dream of Genie. And Mm. he was also, I I think it was Twilight Zone. He was in a, he was in an episode of that. So it was funny because Bruce Tim said that he, he, like he had to embarrassingly admit that Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. wasn't their first choice for Alfred. Mm Mm-hmm. Michael and Sara was not there. Like he wasn't thinking about him for Mr. Freeze because he'd played all like these tough guys. He didn't think he could play this stone cold, emotionless person. And then Bruce Tim goes, and I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Totally wrong. Cause it's opening monologue. Cause it, it basically gives you a little bit of the backstory, you know, because he obviously has the, uh, well, it's not, you know, the, I guess, what, what what would you say that it's like, it's, it's Nora, but it's like a, a, a snow globe, snow globe kind of thing. Yeah, there you go. And then of course he's just kind of talking to himself and it's a, it's a great revealed animation and it's just, Mwah. okay. Okay. So I want to talk about that too, okay. because these are our boys again. Uh-huh. This is spectrum. We've talked about spectrum before. Like they did you know, Two-Face Part 1, they did on Leather Wings. Like, they're the ones. Okay, so Spectrum apparently was an offshoot. They broke away from a big Japanese animation studio called TMS. And they were kind of like the little up-and-comers. They were trying to, like, make a name for themselves when they broke away. They would do things in the animation that the producers didn't ask for. Basically, mm. they just took such pride in their work yeah, that even, that they would put they would put little uh, touches on it. Yeah, one of those touches was on Mister Freeze's helmet. Uh-huh. When they sent them the notes, they just wanted to be a white outline to suggest the helmet. The studio on their own. If you go back and look, there's like this frosted look to yep. Mister Freeze's helmet. You can see it. Yeah, they without being asked. Put that airbrushed every single animation cell to put that frosted look on Mr. Freeze's helmet. Now, unfortunately, the amount of work they put into this episode broke them, and the studio had to restructure after this episode. Oh, wow. It was they basically (laughs) went broke doing this episode because they put so much heart and soul into this episode that is that's crazy i mean and it shows too just little details like that and and thank you mr venom he actually was you know pointing that out as well but i mean it's just the little details like that that can go such a long way i mean you might not see them at first but i mean just watching again and seeing the animation and just getting you're like yeah this is the superb stuff right here this is what's so great about this series and just little details like that can really go a long way and and of course I mean, there is when, when, when you're dealing with Mr. Freeze, you're going to get puns. You're going to get puns. You're mm-hmm. going to get that. I mean, obviously, you can go full on cheesy like they did in Batman and Robin. But I think they actually dealt with it pretty good here, because obviously, when we get this monologue, when he's kind of explaining, you know, talking about Nora and stuff like that, it ends with like, you know, uh, revenge is a best is his best uh what does he say a dish yeah, revenge best, is a dish best served best cold. cold and any cling on proverb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but I mean, obviously, yeah, when, uh, you know, that's a normal saying, but it's got cold in it. So obviously he's going to use that. But it's also cool, too, how he 
opens like those eyes and the yes. red eyes, the goggles. I mean, we talked about this design a little bit too. I mean, they talk about it in that documentary. I mean, how it's it's very much like that old styly futuristic design. You know, it's like it's got that robot design that that you would you, that that people were drawing up like back. It's the, it, well, it's Art Deco. It's a very yeah. It's a very Art Deco design. It was interesting because the when Paul Dini and Bruce Tim were talking about the inspirations uh, for, th they basically looked at Mister Freeze. They they talked about like Otto Priminger from the '66 series, and how he was. It's a joke, you know. Yeah. We we talked last night about how Mister Freeze appears three times in the '66 series, and he's played by a different actor <laughs> every time. Every time, yeah, and. Bruce, Tim, and Paul Dini talked about that. Aside from like the big names, most of the Batman's villains were, they said, were lame. Like they don't, they didn't have like good backstories. They were just, yeah. they were, they were stock gimmick villains. And so they had an idea about like sort of a Boris Karloff mad scientist movie kind of story but also kind of like the revenge drama of like a vincent price like dr mm -hmm. fibs so they were kind of taking some of those old school movie inspirations and paul dini said this the idea of nora of the wife kind of being the motivation for mr freeze came from the idea of a man with no emotions is the most emotional man of all oh man God, that's good. I know, right? That's not bad. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, this is this is why this this is the Z episode. I mean, just just thinking about stuff like that, and um, man, it's so good. But yeah, it's such a great opening. And like I said, when he's that monologue's great, and you just feel the you know you feel that kind of you even in this opening uh, scene, you kind of just you. Yeah, you hear like just the the emotionless in the voice, but you feel the emotion in what he's saying. I guess you could say. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, like you, you, you know? feel the pain. Yeah. Even though the voice is monotone and is monotone. Know? Yes. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Jason, for the uh, the super chat. Much appreciated. Um, so um, then we get to, of course, uh, a news report from uh, Summer Gleason, and they emphasize the fact that there's a heat wave happening. <laughs> of course, when Mr. Freeze... Is a like, heat wave! Heat wave! Yeah. I mean, of course, like, when Mr. Freeze is going to be wreaking havoc, there's going to be, uh, you know, a heat wave in Gotham. And it's like August, I think she even mentions, too. But she's talking about how there's been, like, a string of, like, uh, these events that are happening. And, you know, behind her... Um, I, I forgot what the building was behind her where they're at. It had something to do with I don't even know, but yeah, there's like snow and stuff like that. And then it's kind of funny too, because you got these kids in the background that are like run onto the scene. It's literally a crime scene. These kids are like having a snowball fight <laughs> pretty much. And they're wearing like beach attire too. And then of course this cop is trying to shoe them away. And then when they go away, he turns his back and they get hit. He gets hit in the head of the snowball, which is, eh, you know, got it was cute. You know? Yeah. I don't mind that. I like, like yeah. this kind of humor, this kind of goofiness. It's like, Dude, you give me the rest of the episode to be super serious. I can take a little, I can take a cornball moment and like, yeah, here or there. Exactly, exactly. And then we uh, we get introduced to Ferris Boyle. And while well, he's not the best kind of guy, but we can recognize his voice. And that voice is Mr. Mark Hamill, which that's, this is his first time doing stuff right correct it's yeah this was stuff. this was okay because you gotta remember yes we're on episode 14 yes we've seen the joker before but remember when they when they produced these episodes that was tim curry mm -hmm. this was the first job like this was the first work mark hamill did for the series and he expressed such an enthusiasm that when the decision was made to replace tim curry that was when they went back and used Mark Hamill to re-record Joker. So from this point on, my understanding would be the Joker episodes we see from this point forward were originally done with Mark Hamill. Like yeah. we're we're done with the you know Mark Hamill re-recording over Tim yeah. Curry deals. Pretty much, yeah. That last one that we uh, dealt with, when we had, what, that was the one where that had actually Tim Curry, a, a leftover Tim Curry from that little clown thing. Yeah. So yeah, no more uh, dubbing over uh, Tim Curry right there. But yeah, so we get introduced to Ferris Boyle, um, which 
you know, we we already know he's going to be a sleaze ball and everything. So I mean, it's he's a CEO. The, yeah, the, 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 yeah, exactly. And it, yeah, and throughout this episode, I mean, it's it, it, oh man, I love some of the stuff that you know Bruce and and Batman. I guess you could say, uh, you know, when it comes to him, because it's like who's the true villain of this episode? And I mean, kind of. I know, right? Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those like who's actually the villain of this story right here. So that's what's so cool about that. And then, of course, so then we got to we get to the Batcave and Batman is searching, you know, police files and everything. And uh, it's stuff that's been stolen, you know, in these recent Mr. Freeze events. And I love there's some good dynamic when it comes to Alfred. And I mean, because Alfred walks up taking up video games. Sir. <laughs> oh, God. Like, and by the way, the back computer has never looked as sexy. Oh, as my it God. In this episode. Right? It's like, I mean, because it does. It's like the big screen and like. Just the, the the sound effects and of course and the I mean, shading always, and the yes. shadowing like on the like and the keys have got like yeah. the perfect like clickety like the clickety yeah. clack. Oh, oh man! My. And then and then of course Batman being Batman, like he goes, yeah, you know, with everything that got separate is doesn't seem like anything. And then of course he then it builds it like forms together to make like this big huge gun that of course can produce extreme cold and. That's, you know, of course, what Mr. Freeze is trying to uh, to make. I mean, I mean, let's face it. Batman and Robin took a lot. Some, they some, took some so much. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. Because what happens at the end of Batman and Robin is there's a big, huge fucking gun. It's going to freeze a lot of things. Yeah, but but we don't need we, but we don't need uh, giant diamonds that have nothing because diamonds make ice. I, Diamond. Absolutely. I know it was. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? So then Batman figures out that there's one last little piece of the, or like one last company that he's going to um, uh, reach and it's Goth Corp Inc., which of course Ferris is the CEO for. And um, so we, uh, we get to this moment right here and this is, this is a cool little, like uh, I guess you could say it's a cool little action moment because I mean, first off the truck like comes barreling through and um you know, that whole normal thing. And then, of course, then we get the Batmobile and we get some. Oh, my God. It's just sexy. 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 I mean, even even um, Radomski and Tim, and uh, they talked about how Spectrum nailed the Batmobile in this shot because it yeah. watch it. It doesn't do any weird rubbery bending like they like it kept the fit. It was like a solid <laughs> physics for yeah. the Batmobile. And it and does like course, some drifting and it's yeah. just. And of course, the score is top notch as per usual, because, you know, Shirley Walker. I mean, let's we 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 can't go an episode without complimenting the score, no matter if the episode's gold or if it's, you know, like last week's. But last week's, um, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But then, of course, it's, um, you know, they're in the truck and then Mr. Freeze does the whole, you know, open up the little thing, stick the gun out, starts freezing up the uh, the, the road. And then, of course, Batman is. Yeah, like he's he's drifting, he's doing this. He grappling hook goes out to like try to like stop him from doing that, but of course, you know, he still crashes because let's face it, I, the Batmobile wasn't ready for the ice gun that was going to freeze. He didn't have snow tires on the Batmobile. Yeah. I'm, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. I think six, only sixty six Batman always has the right thing at the right time, but not. But this, that's what's so cool about this is like, yeah, well, well, Batman's a little out of his element right here, so. Um, so then, uh, I mean, it, but it's also pretty funny too, how no matter what, it's like, you could just, Mr. Freeze can get through anything as long as you freeze it. <laughs> oh, yeah, everything, freeze everything shatters when you freeze it, you yeah, know? It okay. Does. I have to, okay. If, if I'm okay. going to be a nitpick, just, just a little bit. Okay. Okay. Mr. Freeze's freeze gun. Cool design. Where the, where the, where, <laughs> where's the power? How yeah. is it Doing it, yeah. Doing that. I mean, like, there's like, there's, there's no hose. There's, there's like no hose. There's no. It's very. There's it, no power pack. Separate. It's pretty separate. From yes. Everything. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's as much as like they. It's like they had the detail for the helmet and the glass, but they were like, hey, you just can't draw like a little hose that goes like to like something that's on his back or something like that. He's got like, doesn't he have like the tank? Uh -huh. uh, the, yeah, uh, he, he has something on his back, right? Yeah, I, I can't because sometimes he has a tank, like uh, yeah. like a like a liquid something on his back, and sometimes he doesn't. And so, but I just I don't know. Like if I'm going to say okay, the episode's a five, but mm -hmm. it's still not, but it's still not 
immaculate. Like there's still things you can go. <laughs> yeah, there's still some, yeah, I, 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 got, I got a couple things of a couple little things I kind of went <laughs> interesting. You know, you're just still gonna find them, even though this episode is uh, is gold. But of course, yeah, freezes the door, and then um, Batman gets out of the Batcave, and then uh, or out of the Batcave, out of the Batmobile, and uh, runs up. But then we got some guards in there. A lot of guards in this uh, in this episode, and of course. Mr. Freeze just, I mean, he could shot. It's like he uses the, the gun is either for breaking down, breaking, you know, into something or to just trap people. You know? yes. so, so then these guards are trapped in their little office. And so obviously we got that. And then Batman swoops in and starts doing this. And what does he do? Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mr. Freeze, Freeze to, to you. you, which is. Great, it's great, I'm but it's just, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. No, I. I you get that one. You, <laughs> you earned it. You earned, you earned it. that one. Even though it was like very emphasized. Like I'm like, how many takes did Kevin Conroy do that? Where they were like, all right, that's good, because he's just like freeze, <laughs> and it's like it's it's long. Like there's a lot of ease in there, a lot of ease in there. But I thought it was. Uh, but I, you know, you chuckle, you laugh, and that's what I did. That's Mister Freeze to you, and then of course throws the battering and Mr. Freeze just freezes the battering and of course breaks. And it's yes. like, Oh, what are you going to do now, Batman? Um, and then I um, have to admit, I, I do want to say one thing I, I have always loved in the animation of the freeze, right? How it's not just a beam. There's also like that other part of the beam that like swirls around the center. Beam. I just, I don't yeah. know what it is about the swirl around, but I've yeah. always, I've There's always loved that. Something aesthetically pleasing when you see that. And I think they realized that like probably when they were, maybe when they were doing the animation, that's just something that they added just for that effect where it's just like, you know, what, it's missing something. But the fact that you add that little swirl, it just kind of goes, okay, that's what I needed right there. Now, now I'm fine. Now I'm fine with it because I, I, I've done that too, just with like making a thumbnail or just making something where you kind of go, man, there's just something, there's just something that it needs. And it probably, and then all of a sudden you just, oh yeah, just something minor that just, helps and it just clicks in your brain so yeah they knew exactly what they were doing when it came to um that stuff and then of course uh so when batman's trying to dodge all the stuff one of uh freeze's henchmen gets his legs frozen and jeez jeez mr freeze is like he's cold leave him leave him i mean it, literally yes he's yeah, cold yes, he... i mean pardon the pun not even pardon the pun just not, he's no, cold no. It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is called heart of ice because like, I mean, yeah. So we got this henchman who's got his legs frozen and Mr. Freeze is just like, leave him while the other guys are like, what are you talking about, man? I mean, he's one of us. What are you doing? And then he basically just says like, you know, leave him. Be, you know, if he, it, I forgot exactly what he says, but he's just like, oh, he said something about his incompetence or something like that. It's like, wait, you were the one that shot him because you were trying to get Batman. That was you missing Batman. You froze your dude, and now you're just like, ah, leave him. He's incompetent. <laughs> like, I just, oh, I, yeah. I just like, dude, why? It's like, have you ever seen like those de those Deadpool's where you're like, which if you have to be a henchman for somebody yeah. in Gotham, <laughs> like, who do you want to be a henchman for? Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, it's true. Like, and so I forgot, was it Harley Quinn animated series, or there was some other thing where they talk and they make a joke about the henchman like jumping between different goons? You're like, oh, he's, he's got a health plan, and like, there, there's I think it been... probably was Harley Quinn. That sounds like something Harley Quinn, yeah, because they, I mean, they're good at pointing the stuff the, that that kind of stuff out for sure. So it probably is, but yeah, you definitely don't want to be uh, Mr. Freeze's henchman because he'll just leave you to die. You don't care. You'll leave you to die or leave because you to get let's some talk about because talk about that hypothermia. Like, yeah, that's like those legs will be gone. Like yeah. that's amputation if you don't if you don't watch it. Pretty much. And then uh, and then, of course, even Batman gets a little frozen. But hey, he's got his cape. <laughs> he's got his. I, it almost reminded me a little bit of like um, Batman Forever when like that fireball goes through. And he, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns in like flame retardant or something like that. I'm like. I mean, apparently, hey, whatever, because he gets frozen like that, you know. Well, actually, that also kind of works like it. I'm going to defend that in that it's like what happens when you're in like a uh, an avalanche. You yeah. create, you can create a pocket for yourself. True. You know, it gives yourself, it gives you room and gives you air. I mean, 
I, I was still debating about why didn't the freeze ray like push the cape in or anything, but yeah, eh, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's a little something because then and we get a cool moment of like him breaking out of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's fine. You can nip, we can nick pick it, but at the same time we get Batman breaking out of like uh, a little um, Batman ice cocoon thing. So it's pretty cool or ice statue, I should say. So then, and then this kind of shows you like, and this is what's cool. This is another cool part too, is um, let's see. Uh, when, um, okay. So first off, <laughs> another thing is like, okay, so Batman, instead of just like going after the, going after Mr. Freeze even more, he goes, he looks back and like, well, I'm not going to leave this guy to die. Even though he's a henchman, I'm going to help him. Yes. And then, okay. So cut to the Batcave, And oh, I don't know if you saw this too, but the first thing I saw, there's an escalator in the Batcave. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's an escalator. I was like, Okay, I mean, I get it. Alfred's old, so that, that you know, maybe helping him out a little bit. I'm like, wow, there's an escalator in the back. But you know what? I never see the escalator ever again. I don't think. Nope. No, that's the only time. That's the only time. And see, I'm one of those people. Like, but I'm one of those assholes who, like, when I'm at a mall or something like that, if there's nobody in front of me or behind, I I walk. I go up because I'm like, I, I know I walk up, up the escalator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not yeah. one of those that's just like, mm, all right let's go you know and i'm like now i'm one of those people so it's just kind of funny i'm like well escalator in the back cave i'm like what why would you have that installed but hey whatever and like i said it, it you never see it again so maybe they thought it was like hey this we don't need this let's just get it out of here so well, it's also funny for me is that you see the henchman in a back and what i would call a back to tank because i like i look at that and go empire strikes back i've seen this i've seen you. this <laughs> wrote that right here i knew you would say that too i'm like henchman in liquid Empire Strikes Back. So cheers to that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. So I feel it's like that totally reminded me of when Luke is in that little, you know, the same thing. It's almost the back, the almost back like, the, tank. Like yeah. the same thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I wrote that. Too. It's, and then it's funny too, because and then I love the fact that Alfred questions it because he goes like, why, you know, why are you going above and beyond to save this person when he would not do that for you? So that was kind of a little interesting dynamic. How Because usually Alfred's kind of the more reasonable one. Being mm -hmm. like, yeah, you, you should. But then this time he's questioning, like, why would he's questioning what Batman is doing, like eh, saving this guy who's like essentially just, you know, a henchman, a piece of shit that wouldn't do the same thing for you. So I kind of found that pretty cool. Well, I always wonder if you want to if you want to flip it on its head, it'd almost be like Alfred's like, you know, Alfred's almost like wanting to hear what Batman's answer going to be, because there's always that. Oh, good. He hasn't gone completely nuts yet. Like, That's like, good point. Yeah. So if you want to get there and I think even Deanie and Tim and Radomski even suggested that he's maybe even experimenting a little bit to go, well, if this ever happens again, I better know how to, like, yeah. deal with this. It's true. But then, uh, so then what's funny too is now we get Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's because got the sniffles. <laughs> I mean, you know, you could nitpick it like, well, I mean, you, you, you just came across the cold guy. I think the cold would probably hit you maybe the next day or two days later. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, his having the sniffles like already. I mean, I get what they were trying to do, but at the same time, I'm like, eh. I, I I dig it, I guess, but I, I, but I could have probably did without maybe the whole sniffles part or something like that. But but then again, it leads to something that we'll talk about. The climax, so was, right? Yeah, yeah. it kind of like it, they, there's just setting it up for certain things. So yeah, I, I mean, I totally get that, but it's just kind of funny. Like all of a sudden, he's just like, <laughs> oh my god, just fighting the cold, you know? Yeah. I don't. Know. I love how he gets a handkerchief. And he like has it. He just he just you know, <laughs> like. like <laughs> Man, Batman's a pretty loud. He blows his nose pretty loud. He's also a really loud sneezer too. Ah, you! I mean, there's like he gives a good sneeze. I mean, it sounded like my dad. My dad's a big sneezer. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I, I yeah. scare people yeah. with my sneezes. Yes. Yeah. I'm. It's kind of funny because I've started. I've realized that I'm becoming a big sneezer. Where I kind of just, ah, you know, and I do that whole thing. My brother is not, but he because. He, it's funny because my brother will scare me when he sneezes. He just goes like that. And I just oh, go yeah. like that. And I jump. I'm like, you have no warning. <laughs> like you have literally no warning when you sneeze. You just go like that. And it's, it'll make me jump. At least when like you get, uh, you know, like you get the, the, you get the suck like in the air and you're like, you oh, brace the, yourself. Uh, my brother, nothing. It just goes 
boof like that. And I'm like, man, that's worse. I think I, I would actually prefer like when my, cause I could tell all my dad's going to sneeze. Cause he goes ah! like that. But man, it's just kind of funny. I was like thinking about sneezes after <laughs> that whole thing. And I'm like, yeah, my brother, he's like, he's an intro. He's a quiet, but loud sneezer. It's At least it's not the chew toy sneeze. So what's the chew toy sneeze? <laughs> oh, oh. Those people <laughs> screw that. No, no, that's that. that you, yeah, I know. It's like you're a squeak toy. You're a chew toy. That's, what the heck? Come on. Yeah, I believe. I, I think my uh, my brother. Going back to my brother, I think uh, uh, one of his exes was actually like that too, where she literally pew pew, and it's like, what was that? Was a was kind that? of adorable, but what what did, did you even get anything out of that? Because it doesn't sound satisfying, you know. <laughs> There's nothing like a satisfying like sneeze when your nose. Oh, is. the one where you like you've got that like you're almost high afterwards. Because... Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. There's sometimes where like I, uh, you know, when you get something that's just you know, you know, like a boogie or something that's just like finally in there, and it's like it doesn't want to come out, so it's literally just like it's like holding on to the walls of your nostrils, and you're just like, oh god, it's just, and then you finally just you're like going, and you finally get that. Thing. Oh, it's so relieving. There's our tangent for the evening. There it is. I there know, it is. There it is. Sneezing, guys. That's that's uh that's our take on a, a sneezing right there. So so, anyways, so the henchman guy is uh in the uh in the hot water bath, and of course the 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 ice like breaks off and everything like that. So and then we get that really uh yeah, and I love Alfred too saying, like, you think with all those uh pocket or all those compartments in your utility belt, it would have one for a handkerchief or something like that, you know. So of course Alfred <coughs> making a little jab on Batman's costume right there. <coughs> well, of course, me. of course, him being the British butler, like he, they always have like where do those handkerchiefs come from? It's like yeah, just like he had it in his little he had it in his pocket, you know, you know how it is. But so then we get Cut to uh, Bruce visiting Mr. Ferris Boyle. And uh, it's funny, too, because they're really, I mean, they're really emphasizing that, you know, Bruce has got a cold and a cough. And so he's like, like, as he's going in there, it's like, damn, dude, Bruce, cover your mouth. I know, right? (laughs) Can can we not do? uh, No, he can't do it. You know why? Hmm. He can't do the Batman sneeze. Uh, uh, Because what would happen? Wait a minute. You look familiar. Oh, that's right. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, wait, I recognize that a little bit. Yeah. So because um, I yeah, I'm, I'm one of those two. I'm like, yeah, when you when you if you cough, do this. Don't do this. That doesn't exactly do anything, especially you know, yeah. Yeah. into your elbow, into your elbow. Yeah. You know, I, I think we call it the Dracula sneeze. Yeah. The dra- <laughs> that's true. We should call it the Batman. I mean, that could yeah. also be a Batman thing, too. But um, so, yeah, so he's visiting him. And uh, and it's funny, too, because when <laughs> <laughs> very interesting for you know uh, a cartoon series when like ferris is like yeah some fruitcake keeps on he calls mr freeze or like when he's talking about what happened like with like mm-hmm. his money, like going to the origin sword like he talks he talks to dot victor as a, he calls him a fruitcake <laughs> and i'm like wow i don't know if that could be put in a children's series nowadays well, I don't even think people know what a fruitcake is anymore. So yeah. like that. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I'm like, I was just kind of like, wow. I mean, that choice, choice words right there, choice name calling right there. And so Ferris is basically explaining that, you know, this one dude that he was working with was wasting his money and all this stuff. So you're kind of getting a sense of like, man, yeah, this guy. Mm, he's a he's a he's a douchebag he's, he's a, a total douchebag, douchebag. and they, they put up the situational irony of he's a douchebag but he's getting a humanitarian award exactly exactly and that's where bruce kind of goes like and i love this part like when he when when ferris explains that he's getting that bruce goes i feel ill you know and- <laughs> And it's, yes. it's Bruce just going like, I, you don't deserve this. And it's making me sick. And it then he makes- goes, ah, then he plays it off. Like, oh, no, no, I'm just my cold. You know, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. It's just my cold. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I just, oh, Conroy does such a great job there. Because yeah. he's the subtext is, that's bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> I feel ill. And it's like right on his face. Like I said, animation so good. And you see the look. You mm-hmm. see like, like. Bruce's eyes, the way that he looks at him, like when he says it, it's so it's just it's it's perfectly executed right there. And then um, so then we cut to um, Summer Gleason again talking whatever. And then we get that 
that villain cliche of I don't like what I'm seeing on TV. So I'm oh, going oh, to- before we get to that, oh, there's okay. a there's a little bit of a goof there. Okay, what was what it? Did I, you I, I totally, on the TV. I think, oh, I think I missed it. I missed it. The TV was in color. Mm. <laughs> okay, that's you spotted that one. I'm wondering if you spotted another goof that I saw. Another in the animation. Okay, you did see it. Okay, yes, it there happens is, twice. It, it happens yes. twice. Yes. I always wonder about that. We'll, we'll get to that part because I actually have it written down where I was like, huh, wait a minute. Did I just see that right? Yeah, you did. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wrote down exactly the two times it happens. <laughs> I don't think I spotted the second time. I think I only spotted the first time. So yeah. good on you. But uh, I did not notice. I didn't think, yeah, it was not, I didn't really realize it was in color. Maybe it just, just didn't pop in my because brain. Because they're trying to trick you in that you think you're seeing it live, and then they pull back to reveal that it's a TV. If it had been in black and white, you would have known you were watching Fair a TV, enough. but it does break the rules of the series that all the TVs are always in black, black. and white. Exactly. Exactly. So, wow. Didn't even, yeah, that did not even click in my brain. So, of course, Freeze does the thing where, you know, the cliche villain thing where, uh, you know, it's like they must go through like TVs. Like when it comes to villains, they just go through TVs like crazy. I mean, Man, Radio Shack is busy, you know. Yeah, busy with all these and wondering who like who's who's Joe Kerr. I don't know. who Joe who, Kerr. Yeah, who, yeah, exactly. Like, who? I mean, it's, they have to have all these like random. There, There's there's a there's a series right there, you know, just. <laughs> companies that are supplying stuff like this for uh for it's a villain kind of like what powerless was supposed yeah. to be when it was going to be the insurance out. company you yeah. know and, and i really i never got into the show and i i do want to visit it eventually but I, I really loved the idea and i was like all right i'm gonna get into it but then they cancel it after like first season i'm like well because they also they, it got it got redone because of the yeah. network because it went from being an insurance company to being Wayne tech. And it was just like, I really wanted to see the insurance company angle. Yeah. Like I thought that would have been funny. So that sounds a lot better. And then even Marvel has their version, which I think was kind of talked about in uh, Spider-Man homecoming, right? Yeah. Oh, what, yeah what, what's that? What's that? Uh, yeah. they they have that organization that does all the, all the cleanup. Yeah. 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 I forgot who, who, what they're called too, but that's what, um, um vulture like uh michael keaton's character was like a part of that and uh yeah i'm trying to remember too maybe somebody in the chat will uh throw it up there but um <laughs> so well, of course uh they're preparing the weapon they're preparing like to make damage control that was damage that's, control that's damage control yeah there okay it there it is um so so then uh of course um we have Batman. We're back in the Batcave. Batman's, of course, doing the, the looking into the whole freeze situation and stuff like that. And then, as he's about to take off, uh, still, of course, fighting is cold. <laughs> uh, and true, uh, again, just good Alfred and Batman dynamic. You yes. Know? Alfred has like this canister and says, "You know, take this with you." Batman's meteor spot: knockout gas, <laughs> chicken soup, sir. <laughs> The, the best way well, to fight the common cold. Exactly. And it's just like, so it's just so good. You know, the, and it's, the and it's, that, and it's that classic thermos. Like yeah. you're going to screw it off. And it's going to be like a little cup. <laughs> and pour it out and stuff like that. It's just, and then at the, but at the same time, I'm like, does he hook it to his belt? I mean, thank you. Once again, the magic, where the hell, how do you attach to that? That's the, like I said, I will always, that will always nitpick that utility belt design. Cause it's yeah. like, like where, yeah, where, where does all, where are you putting all this stuff? I mean, seriously. <laughs> and it, it, you would think that he would probably just leave it in the Batmobile, like in the cup holster. I mean, even if he, I mean, does he even have any holsters for the kid? Does he have any of those, you know, in the Batmobile? I don't know if he's like, is, I mean, I, I always love that classic gift that you see like, uh, of, um, Batman, Batman and Robin, Robin like, and they're sipping like, like coffee. And I'm like, is there, is there any cup holders in the fucking, like in the Batmobile that, you know, maybe they just got to hold on to it. I don't know. But you think he might have just left it on the uh, the passenger seat or something like that? But no, Batman ends up, you know, because obviously it plays later. And uh, so then we, uh, so then of course, and then we get Bruce dressing up again as a guard this time and doing the hey, you know, boss said you get you know, I could relieve you, but you know, he does that whole oh, join the party, you know, oh, join the party. Oh, and that guard really loves the fact that he's doing because he's like whistling as he's leaving. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, he's so happy that he's not gonna just sit in at uh at his um where he's supposed to be. 
So he's all happy about that. And then, of course, this is where we get some detective work from um, from. Uh, and by the way, again, I'm like, <laughs> all of a sudden he's just in the back costume. I mean, hey, hey, yeah, you know, we're not. I mean, you can nitpick that. You know, he went from guard and I'm guessing I mean, what's kind of cool, though, is he does lift up his shirt and you do see the utility belt. So yeah. and you see that. the tights. Yeah, yes. the, the tights are there. Yeah. And so we're just assuming that maybe like, you know, the the, the, the cape is just is, is there, too. And it's just going along and tucked into his pants. <laughs> you know, I've actually done that before. It's not yeah. comfortable, but it's doable. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've always wondered about that, you know, especially with Superman always Superman, yeah. yeah, wearing his suit underneath. You almost just kind of go like, well, just drop the cape, man. <laughs> you know, it's like, you don't need it, you know? I mean, it looks cool when you're flying, but you don't need it, you know? I mean, you know, no you cap, know. No caps, darling. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, caps. No, no caps, darling. No caps. No, exactly. no caps. The Incredibles were on to something right oh there. Oh, my God. That, I that, love that Edna joke, Mode. Yes. yes. That joke made me crack up and anybody who's like all about superheroes you know that that they 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 that that was like one of the best jokes i think in incredibles right there because yeah it makes it like yeah why you don't just seems like it would get in the way <laughs> but it looks cool when you're flying you know but uh, batman once- yeah, well, with Batman, though, when he gets into the office, I one of the coolest details is, like, he's flipping through the uh, files. He uh-huh. pulls up the file, and, like, it's like a super thick file. It's like a clamshell because he opens it, and there's a VHS tape, like, <laughs> slotted in on the left side. I'm like, dude, who has file folders that are, like, VHS <laughs> clamshells? And how many people watching even know what the hell I'm talking about right now? <laughs> I know. VHS. That's right, guys. Back in our day, yeah, we had uh, VHS. Man, what was it? Video home. I'm trying to even remember what VHS even stood Video for. Video home system. I think. I know. I'm like, wait a minute. What does, what does VHS stand? I know. For? I was like, I was trying to think. I was like, video home, and I'm like, video home system. I was right. There you yeah. Go. There you go, man. Jeez. Ah. Man, I have to tell you what, I remember having a rewinder. Remember, did you ever yeah. have a rewinder? Yeah, I did have a rewinder and I sent that rewinder to someone and it's gotten lost by the post office. But oh. yes, <laughs> I, I had a rewinder because you had a VCR, which was a video cassette recorder. Yeah, there it was, man. Ugh. I just remember like, you know, it was always like anytime you went to Blockbuster or any video store, it's like, please, you know, be kind. kind rewind. Please rewind. Yes. Yeah, like. Okay, but luckily, yeah, like you said, you had. I always was fascinated by it too because, and my, I think my mom would always say like, "Don't rewind it in the VCR. That that's gonna like hurt the system and hurt the tape and stuff like that." It's like, no, we we have the specific thing where I mean, it's small. It's like pretty much just a little bit bigger than the tape itself. You put it in there, you pop it in there, and it's like. I'm like, how is that not hurting the tape? Because that's going fast. Well, I think the idea, I think, more was uh, extending the life of the VCR itself. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's what she meant by it. She was like, do not do that. Because sometimes I... Well, Junkie, you're, you're in the chat. Is that what you meant? Or is yeah. Dave just putting words in your mouth? I mean, you know. I, I, that could be, yeah, that could be me, you know. You know, I don't want to do that, so. But anyway, so we get, this is where we get the origin story of uh, Victor Freeze and Nora and everything like that. And this is one of the clips that I wanted to play because, uh, and then we're not gonna play the full clip, but you know. Oh, and there's a funny thing to, there's a funny little nitpick you can make about this clip, by the way. Okay. 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 Watch it and see if you can figure it out. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We'll see if we can do that here. All right. Let me, oops. I hit the cancel button, of course. Um, All right. So here we go. Play this the little origin. Share the audio. Share the audio. I got it. I got it. I got it. Don't worry. So we're gonna start it from this point right here. My name beloved wife, Nora. Once a remedy has been found. Oh, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about, Scott. Yes. Okay. What is yeah. it? It's the fact that Get this is edited that. like a movie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's like medium shot. Yes. Close up. <laughs> but they added like the little static ago. thing in the middle. Yes. Yeah. As soon as like, I was like, yeah, because I wrote that too. Like, Wide oh, shot. My wife was in there. <laughs> I wrote so security video is edited you like can't a movie. interrupt the process now. It's like how many cameras <laughs> did this guy have? <laughs> and yeah. who edited it together yeah. later? Uh, but it is an intense moment. I say this See, look at that close up shot. Oh my god, yes. But then and he goes for the gun. Oh, no, murderer. Yeah. 
convict you. Oh, I'm sorry. I lost a little joker temper. right there. It doesn't have yeah. to come to this. We can talk. <laughs> Boom. Oh, it kicks him. Oh! Yeah. He like 300 yeah. Leonidas style. There's a like, lot of those kicks in the series. Nora. Nora. Oh, when you hear that. Yeah. His fingers are like clawing on the glass. Oh. So good. So good. But yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, of course. Like, again, we're synced because, yeah, like I said, it's edited very much. And that could have been like, I, it was probably one of those things where, you know, like if this show was very last minute, you know, they they animated it like normal. And then they're like, ah, how? No, no, Tim, Bruce okay. Tim has said, if I could ever do a, he literally called it, if I could do a Star Wars special edition, yeah. I would go back and fix this because he's like, like he's like looking at going. I just didn't. I just didn't catch it. Like yeah. he said, they didn't figure it out until the editing bay. Like because oh, he saw the storyboards man. and it didn't click. And then he said, when they ended the bay, he went, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." Because it's just like, well, yeah. There's no way. I'm like, it's like how many cameras? There's like t- a tight shot and stuff like that. I mean, they did their best. I mean, obviously you got the dulled colors, but then that little static edit in between. It's just like you're not fooling anybody. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> fooling anybody oh man that's that's hilarious <laughs> that's uh all right so and then of course uh batman is disgusting it's like my god and then of course who's behind him mr freeze and and ooh, he's pointing a gun directly at the screen sensors and, yeah oh yeah and then it, it, good commercial break Right there, yes. that was like the perfect like. It is a cool shot too, by the way, oh, because it's, it's such like, a cool shot. Because it's got dark, you see the eyes and just the way that he, you know, and he points and just blah, and then of course it's like there you go. Then black the next, out the commercial break. The, yeah, the next thing you're seeing is a, a commercial for Cocoa Puffs, um, and then uh, so then we and then we okay so then um, we kind of get uh, let's see where am I at there security okay so then uh, we go, we do that and then so. We get like uh, that that awesome line. Well, before that, remember, we get that awesome line that we kind of talked about last week. You know, like I would shed some tears. I would move. It would move me to tears if I had tears to shed. shed. Such a great line. Such oh. a great line. Yeah. Yeah. We got you. Don't worry, Eric. And the line. Yeah, I know the line. Saying. Yes. The yes. line. Yeah. So that's a very, you know, that's one of those lines, too. That's just like, oh, man. I mean, the writing on this one. So then we um, we get. Uh, you know, I, I would say another Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. sure you felt that too because we have Batman hung upside down in a cold area, you know. so With his legs with, frozen to the ceiling. Yes, with yeah. his legs like in there. So I was very much going like, I put Batman hung up like Luke and Empire. Yes. <laughs> I was like, there you go. So there are a couple little... Uh, and it's just so funny too the fact that Mark Hamill is the voice of Ferris, who is like, and it's his first episode that he did. So oh, yeah. a lot of callbacks, you know, a couple of callbacks to Empire, which is cool. And um, and then he has another great line too, when when you know, because obviously Batman's trying to prevent him from doing what he what he's planning to do. And then he goes, I'm beyond emotions. They've been frozen dead to me, you know. And it's just one of those again where it's just man, and it, that's all livery and everything. Oh, so good okay so the goof oh the goof yes <laughs> okay so when uh so the first so when batman gets down well first he breaks out of this little you know because he's also had his, his hands tied behind his back so he breaks out of that because hey batman is strong yes. and then of course he gets out of the um you know he takes like another piece of ice and then gets his feet out and then once he lands I mean, again, it's like, well, they, they they did so much detail when it came to the helmet. But then all of a sudden you see the inverted bat logo on his chest. So basically, you know, obviously with our little thumbnail right here that's on Scott's chest, it's a black background with a yellow bat. The black oval yes. with a yellow yeah. bat. And it's so funny as Bruce Tim knows about this. Yeah. Fans have continued <laughs> to like give him shit about it for years. Yeah. And he's like, it's a callback. Because apparently, if you go back and watch like Super Friends, uh-huh. it happens like like one every ten frames. That would be an error that would happen like during Super Friends. That's so weird. Tim was like, "What?" And yeah. he's like, "Whatever, whatever." <laughs> yeah, it's a screw up. Okay, thanks. We know. Thank you. 
<laughs> and uh, it happens a second time later. I, I don't I think I, I don't think I caught the second one, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when we get to it. I'll, I'll tell you about the, the second time it happens. Okay. Were you oh, were you going to say something? Oh, no, I was ready. You oh, know, because okay. because we've got the because we actually have uh -huh. a special Kevin Conroy surprise cameo coming up. Yes. This, the, yeah, I recognize the voice. I actually heard you did. I'm yeah, I so actually proud heard it. Of you. Yeah, I heard about it. Uh, because uh, who is it exactly? It's like this because they're pulling up to the gala or to the to the event, and um, it's the valet valet guy. Yeah, okay. So then and then Freeze comes out and he kind of just like yeah, you, you I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I actually heard it this time. I'm like, ah, there you go. I actually found a, another uh, Kevin Conroy uh, voice cameo right there. And everything, so that's good. And so we do all that. It gets outside, and then and I love it too. Where you know Batman when he gets out, you know, of course he's doing the coughing thing. But then obviously Mister Freeze with a big huge gun is like starting to freeze up the whole building and everything like that. And then Batman's dodging, of course, um, the wall of ice that the comes wall like of ice that's going. It's cool. It's fun. It's very cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And then uh, um, why did I put unforgiving ice? Was there something? What was the reason for that? Unforgiving ice. Damn. I don't know oh. why I wrote that. I think that was somebody say that. I think somebody is like, it would be unforgiving. Like the, uh, like it's probably was like a Mr. Freeze. Probably. I don't know. I, I think I was writing so quick because so much things were happening because obviously they're having this, this party. And then of course the, the windows shatter and then there's like cold that's coming through it. And then, uh, uh, yeah, that's where I put Batman intervenes, Batman logo, or maybe that was the only, maybe that's the second time. Is that the, that's second, the second time? time. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't spot the first time. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Cause it's the second time is when he's like punching the guys on the truck and he like flies down and when he lands, oh, that's the one I saw. Okay. Yeah. Well, there if you go is. back to when he's hanging upside down, when it's he's bending up oh. and just smack the ice. It's inverted there it too. Is. Yeah, there it is. So I caught the second one because yeah, that one's very. I mean, it's very noticeable when he lands. It's like boop. It's right there. It's right there. And then, um, uh, and then of course, like when I love it, gives a good little, you know, the whole back fist punch that Batman is known for doing. He uh, gives one uh, uh, to one of the the Mister Freeze's uh, henchmen right there. He was like about to jump him. He just boom. And, then and that leads that right into one of the coolest action bits. I'm sorry. I have always loved Mr. Freeze kicking the top of that hydrant, sticking the freeze gun in it, and using it to ride up the building. Oh, oh it's so good. I mean, come on. I mean, that that's, yeah, what I, and I wrote that too. Like, uh, Mr. Freeze rides water from hydrants. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, that right there. I mean, if you're going to, you know, I mean, it's just such a cool just such, it's so just comic so, booky. Yeah, it's so comic booky. It's so cool, and it's like, of course, yeah. And to to think about that, to think that too, it's like, well, let, what if we just do do this? And how is he going to get up there? And I mean, it's such a perfect villainy way to just make it all the way up to where he needs to go, you know? Because obviously, it's on whatever floor it's on, and uh, yeah, it's 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 so awesome. And then of course, he approaches Ferris, and uh, uh, he starts freezing him, and then. You know, of course. Ferris oh, by the way, did you notice where the freeze beam is going? No. So he starts with his legs, and it, yeah. it and he is totally getting blasted in the crotch. It is like, <laughs> ouch! I mean, it's like, oh, talking about blue balls, ouch! Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's gotta hurt. That's gotta not feel good. And then, uh, and then, of course, uh, Ferris, being the the little bitch that he is, he's like, oh, stop! I beg you!" And you know, Mister Freeze is like you beg you know and, and then he oh. starts oh and he starts um he starts talking about like uh you know you know talking about his little story and just like it goes on another little monologue and it's hey, like, he's monologuing yeah he's he's monologuing yeah. oh yeah you know more and more monologues and you know what I, i'm totally fine with it because the monologues are absolutely great and then of course batman comes in and uh we find out now that's like you know, because when they're starting to go at it, like he just lifts up Batman. I mean, and it's very much like, wow, it's like a robot just picking him up. And then it's like, yeah, he's super strong. And he even talks about it, how his suit makes him like three times stronger than he actually is. And it's like, yeah, but yeah, of course. Why not? I'm, well, well, because I can imagine there's actually yeah. like some exo exoskeleton built like hydraulics built into yeah. the suit. Like that is not 
as far as comic book science goes, that is not a stretch no, for me stretch whatsoever. No, no, but it, but it, yeah, to me, it's just like, oh yeah, it just totally makes sense. So then when all this is happening and um, you're thinking like, how is Batman going to get out of this one? Alfred's chicken soup. That's right. It just grows right on him. And apparently, uh, well, well, first off, props to that thermos to keeping this shit hot. I mean, I know, right? That's like, a was, Yeti, that's like Yeti level. That is Yeti style because there's no way. I mean, because he was, you know, Batman was hanging upside down and like, you know, in the cold and uh, all this stuff. I mean, it's been quite a bit since. Um, and then, you know, kudos to Alfred making some scorching hot chicken noodle soup because it 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 it, it shatters the glass in the helmet yes it does <laughs> yeah. how hot it is you almost think that it's acid or something like that because it just and, and then, i love summer gleason what's the what's the what is that stuff <laughs> the best way to fight a cold <laughs> i know jesus christ i wrote that line right there too oh god uh, <laughs> oh, no by the way interesting little story so hmm. the voice because if you'll notice mr freeze's voice sounds different because it he doesn't have the helmet on so mm -hmm. like that would create a different vocal quality just for that little bit of his voice where he's talking when his helmet shattered mm -hmm. bruce tim said they spent about an hour in the mixing bay trying to get that voice just right wow for the way it was going to sound like quote naturally without it being echoed in the glass helmet. That's awesome. See, it's just those little details, but yet the inverted bat look <laughs> <laughs> and no hose on the gun. Oh man. It's just funny how there's like just those little things that they were like, yeah. And cause you do notice that. Yeah. You notice that his voice is different and then how he's like struggling and everything. And it's, you know, it, it's and you got the steam and all that stuff, and uh, yeah, man, it's just and then and then Batman. I mean, who knows where he? I mean, he had chicken noodle soup and he had a tape. <laughs> he had the tape in his <laughs> in his utility belt, and uh, you know, he hands uh, Summer, of course, the uh, the evidence. And then I love this because you know, who's the true villain? Obviously. Ferris Boyle. <laughs> yeah, and then he just walks up to Ferris and goes like, "Good night." Humanitarian. Oh, that is like the best you <laughs> yes. ever. Oh, like that is a. Oh, he doesn't even like unfreeze him. He's just like, nah, nah, screw nah, you. Good luck. Yeah. You know, and that and that kind of shows you something. Yeah, Batman did that for one of Freeze's henchmen, but said, "Huh, eh, fuck you, man. I don't care. You deal with it." Let somebody else deal with it, you know? And I'm, I, and it, and it just kind of shows you the beauty of this episode, too, where it's just like, yeah, Batman was willing to help out a henchman who would not give him the time of day, who would gladly shoot Batman. And then he didn't help this guy out because he knows how sleazy he is. I know. That's so good right there. And then, good. of course, we get Freeze in the jail cell. And this is, of course, okay. Okay. Yeah. This is the first thing Dini wrote when he wow. was imagining the script. The ending was where it started. He worked backwards from that. Oh, wow. He knew this is what he wanted to end the episode on. That is crazy. That is crazy. Okay. And then I have this clip too, because it's just so good. Oh, so good. It's such a good way to end the episode and, you know, more monologue and just, man, it's just, it's just so good. So here it is right here. I fail you. I wish there were another way for me to say it. Oh, another way to say it. And then he actually cries. Oh, it was written in the script. They didn't do this because Tim, Bruce Tim said he couldn't figure out a way to make it work. In the script, his tears were supposed to turn into snowflakes. Oh, yeah. I was kind of wondering about that. But I think it's cool because they got the snowflakes from the fact that they have them yeah. in a refrigerated cell. Yeah. And then you got Batman, of course, looking on, looking on as he does. It's just a beautiful shot. And then I love the fact that he kind of, uh, he kind of looks again and then does that. I love that. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. I, I would like, that. my head cannon is that Batman delivered that snow globe to Arkham. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like they, it was like, Bruce was like, hey, 
You know, he can't, we're not going to have him in a suit because obviously you don't want him in a suit because he's three times as strong, but he needs to survive. So yeah. And then, and then, oh, and then you're talking about the snow globe too. It's like, he needs this because come on. I mean, this was a tragic story. And then I even loved how last night when we were talking to Dr. Drea, how like, this is a story about forgiveness, you know, yes. and it really is. It really is because I mean, it's just, obviously it's a story about vengeance. Obviously he wanted vengeance against uh, Ferris, but it's also, yeah. But at the end of the, at the end of the, at the end of an episode, it's, you know, it's about, it is really about forgiveness. So like when she said that, I was like, oh, yeah, didn't really think about it like that. Yeah. And also I think it's, it's incredible to think that we will only in this original order before we get to the new Batman adventures. If you don't count Sub-Zero, which was a direct-to-video movie, we only see Mr. Freeze one more time. That is crazy. That is crazy to me because I was even thinking about that watching. And I'm like, how many more times do we actually see him in this? In we this see thing? him in two episodes, including mm -hmm. this one. Sub-Zero. Mm -hmm. He shows up in an episode of The New Adventures. And spoiler alert, he shows up in an episode of Batman Beyond. <laughs> Jeez. And that is and that Crazy. is the sum total of Mr. But, Freeze's appearance in this series. But I guess it almost kind of makes sense because this was so well done. It's like, what else do you kind of do? You well, know? it kind of cheapens it if you do like yeah. It's like the more he starts to show up, like I personally I feel like the way Sub Zero ends mm -hmm. that direct video movie. Yeah. Personally, I wish that had been the end. I yeah. don't like the fact that they brought him yeah. back for that final season because mm -hmm. I felt like it undermined the character arc that he had in Heart of Ice. I'm seriously blanking on his second appearance episode and then uh, Sub-Zero. I feel like those three appearances make a uh, perfect arc for the character and i'm gonna look this up because i can i am really getting some yeah. over the fact I'm, that i cannot remember no, the I'm name of that episode yeah let's see do, 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 his appearances so uh oh i hate these wikis that like they like <laughs> They don't, yeah, they don't do it. Yeah, they don't, they just don't work. So we got Heart of Ice, and then when does he show up next? Yeah, I'm trying uh, to remember too, like what else, but at the same time, I get you know, I kind of get it because it's like if you're just going to keep on bringing them back, it's just going to get to it's going to get to Batman and Robin status, you exactly. Know? Yes, you know, it's gonna get too cheesy, and you know, it's funny too because, like I said, Batman and Robin did pull heavily after when, when you see, you know, I mean, even in Batman and Robin, you see. It's it's almost the same thing too. It's like they didn't learn anything because when you when you see Bruce and Dick in the Batcave watching the security footage, it's also there's also a couple multiple angles as well because you literally have like you have an angle of like you know you see Schwarzenegger looking normal and he's doing his thing and then all of a sudden everything blows up and he falls into like that that ice bath thing or the chemicals and stuff and then there's like a literally a close up shot of him just like coming out of it and he's like ah. I, I, you guys know exactly. Okay, I, I just feel so <laughs> stupid. His second appearance was called Deep Freeze. Well, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. But I'm trying to remember exactly what happened in what happens in that episode. I can't remember. It's kind of a Walt Disney Bioshock kind of plot line. Like, you, yeah, it will when I watch it. Of course, you you, you will when you watch it because it's like late in the second yeah. season. Like we're yeah. talking, like the show was almost over from its original run but yeah it's totally like mr it's totally like walt disney bioshock it's got all it's got those elements to it so we'll wow, wow. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to there eventually we'll eventually get there uh what is next week's episode i forgot to pull it up I'm sorry the cat and the claw part one there it is see we're getting into the good stuff here you know i know we know we've got like the next month yeah is good it's good yeah. we have like our like we've got like four Four episodes in a row that are like solid, right. solid work. God, man, so good. Yeah, so Cat in the Claw, so our introduction to Catwoman, of course, our and the Red Claw, and the Red Claw. Um, man, 
Because the Red Claw, she's been she shows up more than once in this series, right? She yeah. shows up one more time because she also yeah, shows up in the Lion and the Unicorn, mm. which was a great Alfred episode. That's true. That's right. Um, so there you go, guys. I, I mean, I think we pretty. I mean, I knew this was gonna go over an hour. There's no way that there oh, was. No. We were gonna nerd out and just kind of all oh, about this. I mean, yeah. With everyone, every one of these episodes, we could still do are the nitpicks, which are always fun. I mean, we had fun last week, you know, drilling into uh, Batman in my basement, you know, Sherman and all that stuff. But uh, even though, like, that theory really blew my mind, and I love the fact that we got to talk to Drew. It was, like, perfect timing. You it, know? Was, it was, really, and, like, I had, that was serendipity. That it was, was so that, because I was like, man, we have Dr. Dre on in between that episode and then arguably the best episode of the series. And it was like, man. That was like, I didn't plan that. It was just like when I was coordinating with her a month ago, like, when can you do it? She picked the date and it was almost like she knew. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Anyways, guys. So there you go. Heart of Ice, man. I tell you what, there's a reason why that won an award. There's a reason why uh, we always talk about that. I mean, even looking up the YouTube videos, man, to try to find the clips, I just, I mainly ran into just people doing videos about just doing like an analysis about this episode because some of the other ones, not so much. You just find the clips and that's it. But I'm like, I had to like sift through because I had, you had all these videos that were analyzing this very episode. That's how. Well, and this, and this episode was the inspiration also, because we were talking about the Arkham games last night and there's DLC for Arkham origins. That is, I think it's even called like heart of ice. Yes, there is. Yeah. It's because even when I looked it up, or when I was like, you know, you know, obviously you got to put tags on the video. And I was looking at like certain tags of like to put it, it said, it said, Hakamai, uh, Heart of Ice, Batman, Arkham Asylum. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's like a there's a DLC for it. I mean, this one's just it's just known. known it's in the just it's it's beloved. It's beloved. Yeah. Big time, big time. All right, guys, that was it. That was Heart of Ice. Uh, man, just so good. So good. And like I said, um. Cat in the Claw, part one, uh, next week. So make sure you guys watch that episode, and uh, we'll be back here at the same bat time, same bat channel. Go ahead, Scott. Of course, you can find me on Twitter, ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Film Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube. You can find the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. I'm here every Saturday with this, with that guy. <laughs> Not this guy, but that guy. There you go talking about Batman the Animated Series, and of course, look forward to this week on Wonder Meg's YouTube channel, where we will be continuing our journey chapter by chapter through Dune. There it is. Here's the mind killer. All right, guys, you guys know what to do. Hit smash that like, thumbs up, hit the subscribe button. If you want to join, hit the join button, become uh, part of the membership program, and then of course, there's Patreon as well, and then of course, merchandise down below. Thank you, guys. Like I said, it's Miss Steph Freeze to you. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>